everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 31st. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin one bitcoin equals one bitcoin unconfiscatable be a unique beast this is your home for bitcoin insider information personal responsibility is new counterculture we're going to talk about that because you can get your bitcoin stolen if you don't have personal responsibility one day closer to an all-time high i am still offended by selling but we're going to talk about some crypto gamblers today if you have questions i have answers type in bitcoin meister or you can do a super chat to get my attention Hello, my elite friends. This is my second show of the day. Check out the backup channel. I did a Beyond Bitcoin show over there earlier. And because on Saturday night, I had Gabriel Divine on this channel for, well, a Beyond, for a Beyond Bitcoin bonus show. So watch that. It's Both shows are linked to below. And you can watch them at disruptmeister.com. Over 1,800 of my shows are there now. Wow. I've been doing this for some time. It's conviction. And let's jump into this. Uh, this I want to thank some people have sent me Bitcoin recently. I, you, know, you can contribute to the show in many ways. You can retweet the show. And I'm going to actually put that in the chat right now. You can retweet it right there. You can send me cryptocurrency. You know, Bitcoin. Is, I, I, I value my wealth in Bitcoin, so I really enjoy when I get Bitcoin. But I mean, I don't want you giving up your precious Bitcoin. So I really appreciate the guys who sent the Bitcoin. You can do the super chat, which Tabal Dachrez just did. He sent five dollars uh, in Canadian dollars. I see people on Twitter saying Yearn Finance will flip BTC because it's more scarce. <laughs> Dude, is it, that's the one that's worth uh, twenty thousand dollars or something like that? Uh, they they're they're a little confused uh, right right there. Uh, into, uh, flip. There's, there's hardly a, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's quite scarce. That's, that's great. So someone's going to pay millions of dollars for them or, okay. It, it's, it, it's silly that people are excited and we're going to talk about unit bias in a second. This is more so unit confusion. I think this is the one that's one of these yearn thingamajiggies is worth more than one Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. So w- w- what's that map? So people think that's a big deal. I mean, there have been coins in the past. There's only been like 32 of them. There was like, what, was there a 32 coin before? Those ones could have been worth more than a, a one Bitcoin also. It, it's, it's this little niche, little thing that they're playing around with in DeFi. Uh, it, it takes advantage. You know, I, you, you got to give them credit. If they pump the price up that high, it really gets people excited with, to compare it to Bitcoin. But that's, that's unit confusion there, uh, unit measurement confusion. We're going to talk about unit bias in a second. So... Uh, you can play a lot of mind games with people w- w- with the price and with how many there are and how cheap it is or how expensive it is. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin is the thing you've got to keep in your mind. Okay. All right. So pound, pound that like button. I thank you very much to Val for uh, that and, and that topic. Now, um, so, and thank you for the people who've sent me Bitcoin in every way you can, people contribute to the show. I really appreciate it. It's free though. It is free. You can just Post it on social media. That's really – I appreciate that too. So for uh, this happened yesterday, and I wasn't aware of it until today. 1,400 Bitcoin stolen. So this guy – it shows you that you could be a, have a lot of Bitcoin 
and you can make a very big mistake. So if you've been in this, and this guy's been in this space for the while, for a while. So all you veterans, always good to go back on a best practices. Okay. Review your best practices. Try to keep things as simple as possible. We're going to get into a bet at the end of the show. I'm going to talk about uh, a, a best practice uh, mistake that uh, someone encountered recently, but this is a really big one. The guy says, I had 1400 Bitcoin in a wallet that I had not accessed since 2017. So, okay, he's been around longer than most of you here. I foolishly installed the old version of the Electrum wallet. My coins propagated. I attempted to transfer about one Bitcoin, <laughs> however, was unable to proceed. A pop-up displayed stating I was required to update my security prior to being able to transfer funds. I installed the update, quote unquote update, which immediately triggered the transfer of my entire balance to a scammer's address. Oh, so you can read the GitHub about it. You can read the tweet about it. Uh, this, this issue has been around for a while. If users download a version of the Electrum, from a different source other than electrum.org and don't check signatures, they may install a backdoored Electrum. So that, that's what this guy apparently did. Be very careful what you download. <laughs> All right. Be, be sure you're at the real site of something because once you've got something that's fake or sort of fake or can put you in touch uh, with a, a fake server, you're in deep, you know what? And that, that is unfortunately what happened to this guy. I don't use the Electrum wallet. I don't play those games. I keep, I'm the hardware wallet, dudes. I, I just uh, have it, uh, my, my, my Bitcoin on, on, on a few different hardware wallets. He obviously, I mean, maybe he owns more than that amount of Bitcoin, but it appears to me he had all his Bitcoin in, in one uh, source and he decided, well, he, he, he actually, uh, yeah, that he, he, he decided to use Electrum and uh, where he got it from, uh, where he got his Electrum wallet from is quite questionable. Be very question. And, and then whenever a pop-up appears, make sure it's a real pop-up, okay? Never <laughs> – you can get pop-ups in – I mean you get the phishing attack pop-ups. Uh, be very careful. Be, be very careful with emails you receive. Maybe it's a little bit more complicated. Maybe he got an email that installed something on his computer. I'm not a fan of the Electrum wallet. All right. All right. This is this is something I don't, I don't like this. Um, with For me, the, the Trezor and the uh, – it, it's simpler. Uh, the, the hardware wallets it, it is a simpler uh, operation. And uh, I – and, you know, I, I hesitate uh, – with you know, we're talking about updates here. Everyone always wants to do, you know, do the latest update. Uh, sometimes you got to be just you gotta, don't get too eager when you see a new update. It might be something uh, from a fake source. So be vigilant, people. Let me see. Someone said, "What happened to BTCP? What happened to B Private?" Oh, dude, I think that's old news. I mean, what happens to all the uh, the crypto dividends eventually? They had they had a lot of drama because of uh, there were some personalities. Uh, they they hyped it up and they weren't able to uh, come through with what they said they were going to be able to do. It was it's basically been almost a, a totally abandoned. There are a few and it's been uh, there've been what there've been reorgs. There've been all, all sorts of issues over there. I mean, 
what happened to Ethereum Classic? It gets attacked now. This is the third week. Their third time this year or fourth time this year, they just had an attack. These altcoins are not very secure. These altcoins don't have as big of a community that you may think they have. These altcoins revolve around egos, around specific people. Uh, and it, it BT, the, the be private one at, at a time, my, my Lord, that was a crypto dividend insanity then. And then whoop, they, they, got, they were out of luck because – they they were there at the top of it, and they were there right when it crashed to all those crypto dividends. Make crypto dividends. Um, hey, I, I wouldn't mind if uh, they figure out a way to issue us uh, be private again, and they pump it up. Who was who was it? Uh, free is free, dude. Free is free. And uh, what what's the guy's name in Puerto Rico who was the big personality behind it that everybody likes to blame and uh, scapegoat. Uh, what's his darn name? I, I forgot. He, he went to Yale. I, I don't even remember. Uh, I'm just drawing a blank on his name, but uh, that, that was a, uh, that, that, that was an issue. He, uh, he, uh, he, people really uh, attacked that, uh, attacked uh, that crypto dividend because of, of him. And he could have, uh, he could have been a bit more responsible himself. What's his darn name? Bye. All right. But enough, you know, you j just, Next, there's going to be more crypto dividends. Uh, that was a very uh, interesting, uh, and it, that brings back memories to late uh, to early 2008. There, so thank you for that question. And uh, BTC Blast and UK Bitcoin Master said he just tweeted out the show. So Kayvon says, "Is Ledger Nano S still safe? Way to hold? Yeah, it's still safe. Uh, no, I do not prefer Electrum. I do no, I prefer." The hardware wallets over uh, Electrum any day of the week. Um, uh, all right, now let's let's move on. But uh, Trezor is the, is better than uh, all the uh, all the uh, the uh, what should we call it? The ledgers. And you speaking about ledgers, that that one that looks like a little computer chip, the H one W, that one even still works. It doesn't even look. No one will even know what that is anymore. If you to, to most Bitcoiners, if you show them that uh, Ledger H one W, they they're probably like, well, "What is that thing? What is it? Does it look like a hardware wallet? I mean, it's a teeny little chip." <laughs> okay, but it, it does work. They they do they, and if you know what you're doing, some sometimes even something like that can have an advantage, uh, because nobody knows what it is when you're carrying it around. H1W, and it's really cheap to get. It doesn't do all the things the other ones do, or the other hardware wallets do now. So Eric Voorhees he, retweeted this. He likes this term. It's called Bitcoin centrist. Everyone needs a label, apparently. I, I, I don't like any of the labels. I, I'm just a unique beast. You, know, you can call me what I want, you want to call me. Ty Zeng calls me a Bitcoin maximalist. I'm no guy. I'm a freaking unique beast here, but Eric Voorhees likes the term uh, Bitcoin centrist, and apparently Vinny Lingham likes it too. Uh, the centrist is neither in the anything goes camp or the maximalist one. Bitcoin just remains at the center while the periphery is allowed its place. Okay. And Vinny says a maximalist believes that all other coins will fail. A minimalist believes that Bitcoin will fail. A centrist believes that Bitcoin will play an important role part of a healthy and diverse crypto ecosystem, but it is neither destined for failure nor singularity. Now, those are actually two different definitions there. Vinny's uh, definition is very, very, very wishy-washy. That's like a political centrist. 
but hey, you, you could be a political centrist. You could be a, a Bitcoin centrist. And, and definitely anything goes. Um, I, I'll say this. And this guy here says, I propose not to declare. Why label yourself and then have people skewed perception of what the label is to them be what you are? And yeah, Bitcoin centrists can have a lot of different interpretations there. It, there there's, there's a lot of leeway. There. There's a lot, a lot of different ways of looking at it. I, I get it. I get why people want to be just they want out of the fray they're like okay dudes i i, I bitcoin is great um but there's going to be altcoins out there well did you just say that you don't you don't need a label for, for me it is you know bitcoin is the next bitcoin it is uh a, definitely the center of the crypto ecosystem so there's a bitcoin centrist type of uh comment right there pound that like button uh and i'm just reading it over again Bitcoin just remains the center while the periphery is allowed in its place. Okay, that's that's definitely different than than, than, than Vinny's uh, in, interpretation of, of Bitcoin centrist. But who knows if it's gonna? I, I'm putting it out there. It might it might catch on that, those terms, that term. And it's also important to remember that outside of our social media Bitcoin bubble here, that hardly anyone's heard of these terms anyway. Bitcoin maximalist, Bitcoin minimalist, Bitcoin centrist, and they don't care. I mean, does does it care? Does uh, do the do banks care that are the, that are buying it? Do institutions care? What what you call? It? Do Venezuelans care? They're trying to preserve their wealth. What a Bitcoin maximalist is. What a Bitcoin centrist is. But we we come up. We it's a diverse space where people come up with all sorts of ideas, and sometimes they get bored and want something to argue about on social media. What's my label? Have no label. Just be a unique beast. Don't don't. Don't accept anyone's label. Be that lone wolf out there doing your own thing. You don't need to be accept. Fitting in is overrated. You don't need to uh, be defined. Uh, and because if you do, if you do try to fit into a certain category, they, they might have an inquisition that comes out for you and say you're you're not pure enough, dude. You're not pure enough. Bitcoin inquisition. Uh, rem- remember, watch uh, Thursday show. Speaking about Venezuela, and it was G- Gabriel was on. And Friday's show this week in Bitcoin was very good and. Of course, Saturday show with Gabriel Divine was whoa. People really love that stuff that he talks about, and I, I got to tell you, some of the stuff he talks about, it uh, I, I let him talk about it. But th- you can have a conversation with someone. It's it's still possible in this world that we live in today. Now, speaking about this world that we live in today, we live in a world where sports has gotten so incredibly uh, political, and, and I just heard the Orioles beat the uh, the Blue Jays there. Taval, if, you, if you're interested in that. Uh, but I, even I, the, the Orioles took a day off because of political stuff. And it, it's sickening. It's like, this is supposed to be our pastime, a national pastime. And a lot of people are frustrated with, during this era of panic and, and disturbances and unrest that have been manufactured and, and definitely uh, spurred on and blown out of proportion and uh, by all sorts of uh, megaphoning entities out there. People are, people are looking for new pastimes. And so I wonder, I, I pose this question to the audience out there. Is it better to become a, uh, a trader of a uh, cryptocurrency? Let, let that be your thing. Instead of gambling on sports, instead of sitting on your couch for three hours at a time, guzzling beer, gambling on sports, going to Vegas, uh, smoking cigarettes, gambling on sports. Uh, it's If you're going to be gambling and you're going to be wasting your time, 
wouldn't it be better to, to get yourself into something that's not going to get into social justice? That's just pure. And if you're, you know, to, to have a fandom, to be, a, to be a fan of a team, that's also going to get political. Wouldn't it be, I, I think it's, it, maybe we're entering what a pastime. We're going to redefine what a pastime is. Is, is maybe you're, you're a fan of this altcoin and you like to buy it and trade it and flip it. And you, 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 you it's a 24 hour pastime cryptocurrency stuff. It's not like, uh, you know, the game is over when the game is over. I guess you can be like uh, the game is constant with this trading and flipping and all this nonsense out there. It is gambling. But of course, you know, betting on the Chargers, betting on the Packers is gambling. Also being obsessed with them is is, is gambling and a waste of your time. And, and you're not really using your head. With the cryptocurrency stuff, you are learning. You're getting into a new, a new realm, a golden age type of activity. So the, the, the question does come. I know people are going to trade Bitcoin and, and God forbid, trade it for, for crypto altcoins. And I know people are going to get into altcoins and, and, and hype them up. And for me, on a certain level, yeah, that's better than watching the NBA. And betting on the NBA and being a fan of the NBA because you're, you could be led to a successful place by getting by going through the altcoin door. I don't think uh, I don't think the NBA at this time and, and, these, and just being a mindless zombie sitting on your couch uh, taking in this stuff, you're going to end up in a good place. I think, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not encouraging people to trade. But I'm saying maybe we're entering a new realm of pastimes here. I do hope people get fed up with the current pastimes and expand uh, upon what a pastime a pastime is. Uh, will I ever say something positive about Decred again? No, probably not. I mean, they have a. I like that how that looks on that shirt of mine. Uh, certain, certain. I mean, why? Why say anything positive? It, I, I mean, I just, yeah, I said it looks good on that shirt of mine. I like the shirt that, it, that has Decred on it that I was given. Oh, all my shirts I'm given, by the way. Thank you very much. You can buy them all. They're all linked to below. And uh, so that's positive. I know when I say something positive about, about Decred, there's there's a, a click out there that really love it. But hey, here, I'll say something. It's better to be a fan of Decred than it is to be a fan of of like the Denver Nuggets to be obsessed with the Denver Denver Nuggets. Okay, I think I think we're heading in that direction right now. Because as long, if you're a fan a fan of Decred, you're it's more it's it's likely that you're going to end up being uh, getting some Bitcoin and actually improving your life as as opposed to you know being a fan of the uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. It's something, something so, so ridiculous now. It's just it's becoming more and more obvious how ridiculous. Uh, Spending all this time watching the, the TV, and no, I'm not giving a penny to Major League Baseball this year. No, of course not. Um, and to any of them, I'm not giving a penny. You, and that's the cool thing. You can totally follow them for free if you want to, just on the internet, and just check out the scores like I do with the, with the Orioles. Now, yeah. And I just want to make sure I've read everything. It is a 24-hour sport. And yes, maybe this is where the, this is where the big boys play in cryptocurrency. It's not the stuff that's going on in the NBA, that's not big boy stuff. That is, oh, it's crying. <laughs> crying instead of buying. So yeah, the 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 old pastimes, it's crying. 
The new pastimes, it's buying. Now, it's gambling on the altcoins, but it's it still is buying. So unit bias, it's not going – speaking of altcoins, altcoins are going to – you know, if altcoins uh, gambling, altcoin trading becomes a, a pastime in the United States, uh, even if it doesn't, we're still going to have people buying it because of unit bias. Unit bias. People are rushing to invest in Apple and Tesla after a stock split. The price of shares for Apple and Tesla uh, has decreased after the company's stock split, prompting many to take the opportunity to invest. <laughs> so, okay, let's say this. Uh, 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 Apple was, was $500 a share, and you didn't feel it was necessary to buy until they split, and it was $250 a share. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's total unit bias there. Dude. You're, well, now I'm getting I'm getting two shares for that five hundred dollars. I'm getting two. So what, come on, man. Uh, it, it's you, you could have gotten really you, you could have gotten five hundred dollars worth beforehand. It's the same. So with the altcoins, like oh, I can get it, it's so much cheaper. These altcoins are so much cheaper than Bitcoin, and it's it's the same mentality. Oh, it's Apple is so much cheaper than it was before. I I, I bet I better get it. It's mind games, dude. Okay, you can get a fra- you can get <laughs> you can get a fraction of stocks if you wanted to. Uh, I I mean, you can get a fra- fraction of Bitcoin easily. V- v- value your wealth in satoshis, whatever you need to do. Uh, but most people don't get that at all. Okay, they 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 want to think they're getting a deal, and there's a lot of ways to make it appear that people are getting a deal when they're not getting a deal at all. All right. So traditional finance people are so used to those stock splits and they're so used to feeling warm and fuzzy now that it's cheaper. I'm going, I'm going to get in now that it's cheaper. It's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. But, uh, and so, yeah, altcoins will thrive because that mentality isn't going anywhere. Not thrive, but altcoins will always have that leg to stand on of the people who get confused because of the unit bias, the people that want a hundred Litecoin instead of one Bitcoin. All right. Um, Cypher Trace claims to have built a Monero tracking tool set. This is from decrypt.co. Cypher Trace claim, okay, the tools were created for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Cypher Trace paints it as a positive for Monero by adding legitimacy to the privacy coin. All right, dudes. I don't know if this is true at all. It sounds like a net. I'm going to need more proof, but I want to share that out there. Cypher Trace, and they created it for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. My, I mean, I I understand you got to make money, dudes, but you're working for the government. Uh, Government contractors. So uh, who knows if it is true, though? Who knows if it's true? That wouldn't be too good for Monero if it's it's become uh, trackable by the, uh, the Department of Homeland Security. I, I think there are a lot of people that, uh, well, a sliver of people out there that like Monero because it, it can't be the trace, cipher trace. Quite, quite a company you got there. But hey, this is where the big boys play. If you want to track people, track people. That's the way you make money. We don't have to do business with you. Now, it, it – Speaking about business, a few a few weeks ago now, I said for the people in motion that I knew an entity that needed a writer, okay, a crypto writer. 
And one person contacted me and I put him in, 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 uh, in contact with those dudes and it worked out. That's in motion. And that just shows you how there's so few people out there who are willing you. There are so many opportunities out there. People are giving away opportunities all the time. How many people have actually jump on those opportunities? And you, you see, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. There's, there's so much people are willing to help in so many ways. People are willing to network people in so many ways. And it, it, the, and people don't jump at the opportunity. They stick, they stick with what they're doing. They don't want to take a chance. It's ridiculous. This wasn't a chance that the guy took. He sent me an email. He said, put me in touch with the guys, put me in touch with the guys. And the, and the only reason I know these guys in the first, well, they, they heard about me a long time ago. I actually met these guys in person at an event once. So this is what it, being in motion is all about. This is a real life example of it. You cannot just be a tree sitting there silent on your couch complaining or maybe just being a troll or something like that. You're going to get nowhere. You are definitely going to get nowhere. Get, get out there, network. Uh, don't be afraid to, to, to engage with people that have lots of followers. Or, but if, if an opportunity is out there, don't think it's above you. Uh, I think a lot of people have low self-esteem and just think, oh, it's not for me. Uh, it, it's, it, you have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose being in motion, seriously. So that's, that's a real life example right there. Oh yeah. This week at Bitcoin, we had Ed on and not Ed, excuse me, Andy, Ed Strom, I call him Ed, uh, Bitcoin, Benny, BTC sessions and Juan Galt. And yeah, I, someone re recently, um, I encountered a guy who's got a few Bitcoin too. We, we were speaking, I'm, I'm going to kind of change the story around, you know, to protect the guy's identity. But he had, he had dealt with uh, someone, he had sent someone Bitcoin in the past, like two years ago, and he needed to send that person Bitcoin again. And he used the same address from two years ago. Never do that. Never do that. Just because you have someone's old Bitcoin address doesn't mean they still have access to it. When, when, when you're about to send someone Bitcoin, when you're about to send anybody any cryptocurrency, okay, ask them for their address. Don't rely, never save someone's address, okay? Never save someone's address. Ask for, now, if they're, if, if they're a, uh, a guy like me with a, a, a channel or with a website and they list their address, okay, that, that, that's, you've got to assume at that point uh, that they're, you know, they're being honest that that is the address they want you to send. It, it makes sense, okay? It makes sense. The, you, you can change your address on, uh, on social media whenever you want it, okay? But let's say let's say you uh, you sent me a, a Bitcoin you, you sent me Bitcoin a year ago because and I had the address listed under my video and you saved it. You're like, oh, this is Adam's address. I want to give him a tip again. Make sure you check the latest video because I do change the address under my videos sometimes. Okay, so don't go back five years and see like, oh, I don't have an address there. Uh, you know, it's it's clearly this video is five years old. It must be true. Or you, you saved it five years ago. Now you're deciding you're going to always look at the most recent thing. Always ask a person if you haven't dealt with them for a long time. OK. Uh, and, and sometimes if you make the mistake and send it to an old address, you'll get it'll be fine. The person will still have access to it. But the person could have easily rearranged their entire way of, of storing uh, their, their Bitcoin, their cryptocurrency. So. Yes, always do not assume it is the same. Uh, even if you sent someone said, "Hey, send me a Bitcoin," uh, 
today uh, or a week ago, you sent them a Bitcoin, ask them again a week later if you need to send them it again. All right. It's all clarification does not hurt help, hurt at all. All right. It, it, it's it's no problem. It, when when you only run into a problem when you don't uh, when you assume do not assume do not assume that things are the same they do change and I want to clarify something from yesterday real quick uh, I was talking about that once a Bitcoin hits a cycle low there had never been a time when it retreated fifty percent in price again okay but we, we clearly hit the low for the cycle. It was like $3,100 on, where was it? It was December of 2018. And from that point, everyone thought, well, if it, if it goes you know, to 10,000, it won't go back to 5,000. Now, it never went back to the low of the cycle. That is true. But it did be, because of that day, March the 12th, it, Bitcoin did something it had not done before. Uh, it, it had retreated, uh, fit, got cut in half, all right, got cut in more than half the fiat price. Uh, and that, that just shows you how big 12th day was financially on this planet. But it was just, it was just a blip in the radar. It, was, it, it quickly uh, recovered to, uh, to a point where it was not 50% down uh, from its high after the low. All right. So I, I wanted, I wanted to put that in there. Uh, but no, Bitcoin did not return to its, its low for the cycle. Uh, but previously in other cycles, it had not, uh, it had not even got, got cut in half again, uh, after it had, uh, returned to its low. So there you go. Uh, things changed, uh, things can change. So we will see, uh, if other uh, rules, uh, stick around. Uh, all right. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. I'm just looking to see um, if we've got – have you met uh, Caitlin Long in person, says Tabal Dacris. I have not met her in person, but I've, I've obviously spoken to her on the internet face-to-face -face when she's on my show. She seems like a great lady. What I do wonder about her in, in person, in all seriousness, that's an interesting question. She appears to be very tall. Is she tall? I, I don't know. She appears to be a, a tall lady, and I, I would be curious to know if she is uh, tall. Just, just, just something I was interested in. She, she, she appears to be tall and, and, and athletic, so I'm, I'm curious about that. So maybe I will meet her in person, but maybe some of you have seen her in person. Is she, uh, is she over 5'10"? That's, that's quite tall for, for, for a woman right there. All right. Uh, you know, that's model-esque type, uh, type of tall there. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister, pound that like button, bang the bell button. Thanks a lot, dudes. Retweet it. Appreciate the support. New show every day. And please check out the show from earlier today, Beyond Bitcoin. See you on the backup channel. Subscribe to that. Bye.